0: to the Clean Simple Free podcast, a place to discuss how clean spaces make for a more simple way of life. And when your life is simplified, your mind will feel free. I'm your host, Ashley Alexia Fox, and this is episode 10, moving day. I am preparing for my 16th move in 12 years, and yet I've never discussed the topic of moving. In this episode, let's discuss the process, the pitfalls, and the hidden benefits that come with relocating. Whether you've just moved, are getting ready to move, or even staying put, this episode is intended to provide tips for evaluating your possessions, making your home a sanctuary, and being mindful about what you bring into your space. Here's a quote from Ronnie Greenberg, a psychoanalyst based in Manhattan. Quote, Panic can really set in around your home and your apartment. It's a matrix of safety, so moving is incredibly stressful, and people don't realize it. They mainly talk about the packing and the external part of moving, end quote. So let's talk about the emotional aspect of moving and the impact it can have on us for better or worse. We all know the physical toll that moving can take on us. The boxes to purchase, the movers to book, the utilities to turn on in the new place, and we'll get into all of that later. But it is important to discuss the emotional effects of moving. There's a question I get at a fairly frequent level from people who don't know me very well, typically coworkers, etc. Uh, they ask me if I'm talking about an impending move or where we just moved from. They'll say, Why do you move so often? Well, some of this is due to moving back and forth between states when I was younger, and the past eight years have been attributed to my fiancé's former career. His work caused us to move around a lot, so he could manage different locations, and since this summer, he has switched careers and finds himself in a stable position with no relocation required, and the next move we make is a place that we'll be calling home for a long time some of these career-based moves I was very pleased with and others, not so much there was a particular move that I was not at all happy with I liked my job I liked the close relationships I had formed with my boss and my co-workers and I had emotional ties to the house we were in especially since my very first cat passed away while we were living in that house but I supported my fiancé's career I still do Financially, I knew that it was a huge step up for him and for us, but recognizing and acknowledging the emotions that you feel when leaving a place you feel comfortable and stable in or have specific ties to for whatever reason is vital to moving on to your next destination. Conversely, there was another move that I was very excited to be getting away from. We were in a very small town, which is definitely not my style, and I never quite found my place there, so to speak. But I still left with a sense of melancholy, because moving is a huge life change. I'd like to read you an excerpt taken from a New York Times article called The Psychology of Moving. Quote, Whether one moves frequently or almost never, moving is an intensely emotional experience. The underlying psychological issues involved in real estate decisions are of great interest to therapists and psychologists because housing and moving are filled with symbolism, the hope for new beginnings, crushing disappointments, loss, anxiety, and fear. The prospect of leaving the place that is the center of your universe or the one constant in your life can be frightening. Even finding a new dry cleaner, deli, or coin laundry can stir up deep worries of impending isolation and loneliness. Packing and sorting through a life's worth of belongings, especially if the move is the unhappy result of a divorce or other trauma, can be gut-wrenching." With that being said, the first piece of advice I'd like to offer is take the time to properly say goodbye to your home. You can do this in one of several ways, whichever works best for you. I remember when we were moving from one of our homes, the timing coincided with my birthday. So we took the opportunity to throw a party. We invited our coworkers and the friends that we had made in that city over to our house to have some drinks and snacks And while most everything was boxed up, we still had music playing and we even had donation boxes of men's and women's clothing, books, and knickknacks that our partygoers could rummage through and take home whatever they wanted. It was a great send-off to have a final bash in that house, and we took the remaining items to charity the next day. If there isn't time, or if you're not up for something that elaborate, At the very least, take the time to walk through each empty room before handing over the keys. This is going to sound a little new agey, but personally, I like to walk around the house or apartment with a Palo Santo smudge stick or sage or even just incense and say goodbye to each room of the house. To me, it's a symbolic gesture of cleansing our energy from the environment and bringing closure to the memories we made and the life experiences we had during our stay. Yes, a home is a place to rest and to eat and to hang out in, but it's also, you know, the four walls in which we reside, so to speak, become almost a living thing. It's part of your, if you think about a home that you've lived in, you think about the life experiences that you had while you're there. So it's important to say goodbye. So whether it's toasting to your move after the last boxes have been packed or taking a moment to reflect in the empty space, give yourself a chance to say goodbye to the old before moving on to your new life. Now to move on to more practical and less emotional tips. The best advice I can give you is start packing early. I cannot stress this enough. I once had over 12 weeks notice prior to a move, and I felt so confident with the time frame that I started packing really methodically, so much so that I had the contents of each box listed on the top. So if there were 15 items in a box, I would write out all 15 of those items so I knew exactly what was in there before I opened it. And with even trying to be so organized, I found myself still tossing things into boxes of miscellaneous kitchen, miscellaneous this and that. So as soon as you know you're moving, start packing. Because when that crunch time really starts to bear down on you, you'll never feel like you have enough time. Start with the easy stuff and the least frequently used items, like decorations, out of season clothing, books, and things along those lines. You know you're still going to be using your silverware, toiletries, and clothing for a while, so start with the things that you know you won't miss for a few weeks. Be sure to mark the boxes on the top and on all four sides of what room each box is supposed to go into. For example, mostly clothes would be labeled closet or bedroom. You can write more detailed descriptions on the box if you like, but you can make it as simple or complex as you choose, whatever works best for your lifestyle. This is helpful whether you're hiring movers or whether you're doing it on your own. A little moving hack that I've learned over the years is that clothing, linens, and towels make great packing materials for your more breakable items and can save you money on bubble wrap. If you have something that is an heirloom or is truly irreplaceable, you may consider investing in bubble wrap and putting those items into their own separate box and keeping that on the passenger seat or in your car that you will be driving to your destination. Don't just throw it in with everything else, because even the most highly recommended movers or even your most trusted friends and family might be a little uh not very careful with the boxes filled with these irreplaceable items so be conscious of that but in general clothing and towels being used as packing material for some of your more fragile items is great and dual purpose because it packs up your clothes and your breakables at the same time we're going to dive into some more moving tips as well as the decluttering portion of moving but first a word from our sponsor And welcome back to the episode. This is my favorite part of moving, and it's the most beneficial as a minimalist. As you're packing up, evaluate everything that you pack. This is a great time to declutter, and one of the big plus sides to moving. As you're individually wrapping, boxing, labeling, and packing up each item, ask yourself, do I want this particular item to be part of my new journey? There's a quote from 19th century designer William Morris that says, quote, Have nothing in your house that you do not know to be useful or believe to be beautiful. End quote. That is so true. If something is beautiful and brings joy and makes you happy to look at, keep it. If something is useful, like pots and pans, things that you use on a regular basis, keep that too. If there's something that you're on the fence about, you can always do a maybe box. Last time I moved, I put things that I was on the fence about that I was like, I kind of like this, I'm not sure where this should go, but I wasn't ready to part with it. So I placed it into a maybe box. By the time I moved, I had gotten rid of 90% of the items that were in there. If you already have one foot out the door, chances are you're going to end up getting rid of it anyway, but sometimes it's a nice safety net to know that you can always take it out of the box and take it with you. Something else I like to do is make a Pinterest board or a dream board or save Google search images of what you would like your ideal home to look like if you want a contemporary style home or prefer a French country type of home, maybe some of your pieces stand out against these styles in a bad way. Just because you're a minimalist doesn't mean you can't have a certain theme or continuity of styles in your new home. If you are trying to emulate a particular style, there may be things that you are not ready to replace. Moving can be incredibly expensive, so if you would like a new sofa in a different color, or a brand new dish set that's totally different from the one that you have, put it on a list. Write it down on a physical list or use a digital notepad app, and write down what you would eventually like to replace. And slowly, gradually, over time, You can start moving over into more of your ideal home, but having that vision board in mind, whichever way that you acquire it, can help to see your vision for the future. So for example, if you like muted tones, you might find that some of your bright red or bright orange pieces won't work in the new house, so you can donate those throw pillows or whatever it may be. Just keep that in mind as you're packing each individual item that this is going to represent your home and come with you on your new journey, so see if it's really worthy of you keeping it. There are far more comprehensive lists online, and I would definitely recommend looking those up to be sure that you don't miss anything when the moving day comes. But for a short list of things you must do before you move, file a change of address with your post office. If you live in the United States, go to usps.com and you can file online for a dollar and change. You'll need to do that for every member of your household who's over 18. And you can just let them know when you'd like to start receiving mail at your new place. If you have pets, get your current vet records and update any shots that they may need. That way your puppy or kitty are all set before the move. Have your car serviced to be sure that you don't need air in your tires, a tire rotation, or an oil change. You want to be sure that your vehicle can make the trip without causing any extra stressors or problems. This may not be relevant for minimalists or aspiring minimalists, but if you're a member of any sort of monthly ipsy beauty boxes, blue apron pre-made meals, things like that, notify the company and either cancel or change your address. Also, any local memberships such as a gym membership. Um, The apartment that we're moving to actually has a very nice gym. They even have yoga classes free to all residents on Sundays, which I'm super excited about. And so we no longer need our gym membership. So we bought our way out of that membership make sure to just contact any places that you're a member of and notify them or cancel the service completely. Make sure to set up the utilities in your new place. If you're just transferring service, call your utility company and let them know. Same with the internet. And if you are going to be using a different utility company, make sure to cancel service at your old place. Notify them of the date and call the new utility company and let them know when they should connect the power. Also, you're going to want to set up renter's insurance if you're renting. This is especially required of most apartments, but I've also lived in homes where they require renter's insurance prior to moving in, so make sure all of that is taken care of as well. Make sure to reserve your moving truck early, even if it's a few weeks before. Typically they're kind of last minute and you can set up the exact time, but if you reserve that date, especially if you're moving at a busy time like during the summer or even during the holidays, you want to make sure that you have your specific size of truck reserved. And the same with movers, actually. Call them as soon as possible, check out reviews, get recommendations from people you know, and um, And if you don't have a lot to move, you can always try to enlist the help of your friends or family. It's a lot more fun to be joking around while carrying heavy boxes up the stairs surrounded by loved ones. You can repay them with gas money, pizza, and drinks, and then you can all celebrate and kind of make a day of it when all the work is done. We currently have all our possessions in a seven by seven foot storage unit, so it's not a lot to move and we're fortunate enough to have family in our current city and friends in our new city who are willing to help us load and unload our truck. After you've moved, you want to be sure to update your driver's license. Be sure to update it with the correct address. I believe the state we live in allows for three weeks and I think that's pretty standard but make sure to do that. You can do it online, I believe it's 11 or $12, and you can just update it with your current address. That way everything is legal and on the up and up. Pack a box clearly marked open first with all of your essentials that you'll need for the first day or night there. Stuff like razors, shower supplies paper towels toilet paper a change of clothes pajamas and a couple of plates and some silverware that will really help you out so that you're not just scrambling for the essentials as soon as you move in if you're moving the next neighborhood over this next part isn't a requirement but if you're moving to a new city consider your fridge and freezer items give away frozen foods to any neighbors or friends and do the same for unopened perishable items in your refrigerator we did this with our last move our downstairs neighbors were very friendly and we just gave them a whole bag of frozen and refrigerated food that was totally unopened and um they were very appreciative You know, you don't need to haul those items because they're going to expire and they'll most likely go bad in the time that it takes for you to get to your destination if you're moving any significant distance away. Pantry items are generally okay. Canned goods, rice, spices, things like that. Just make sure that nothing is expired. Keep your cleaning products until the very last minute. After everything is moved out, you're going to want to do a thorough sweeping, mopping, dusting, and vacuuming, as well as using disinfectant, especially in the bathroom and kitchen. Make sure everything looks clean and well-kept for your final walkthrough. Above all else, during this time that can be so stressful and so chaotic, look forward to the future opportunities that this move will bring. Remember why you're moving, and get excited about your new home and all the new friendships, opportunities, and memories that this move will bring. That's going to conclude this week's episode of Clean Simple Free. I wish you all a very happy Thanksgiving. If you enjoy this podcast, please give it a 5-star review. And if you'd like to contact me, you can contact me on Instagram at clean.simple.free, or by email at clean.simple.free at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in and I wish you all a peaceful and productive week.